Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everybody has doubts. Even the most devout among us can at times doubt the promises of God as something that is personal and close. Zechariah is described in the scriptures as a man who was righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. Now we know that Zechariah was a sinner saved by grace, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the righteousness he had, it was given by God as a gift and received through faith. Zechariah believed the promises that he was going to send a Savior into the world, a Messiah. Zechariah believed this fact, but he had absolutely zero idea how close the promise of the Messiah would come to his family. Now, while he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord to burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. Now, this was a huge honor that Zechariah had. And some of the priests would never, ever get this opportunity. By this time, there were so many priests that if your family was chosen to come serve... Then they would cast lots to see which one of you would be able to go into the temple to actually go about the prayers. So Zechariah had a huge honor, probably for the first time in his life. A simple man with his simple wife and the multitudes waiting outside while he walked into the temple to pray. Imagine if this was the incense, altar of incense before, before the Lord. Right over there, right to the right of the altar, God sent a messenger to Zechariah. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw the angel, and fear fell upon him. Zechariah totally forgot about the honor of his duty before the Lord. He had come to serve God. That's why he came to the temple that day. He knew that he was not worthy of the holiness that was before him. And therefore, he was struck with fear. Now, we have come to this church this evening. Now, there's not a multitude of people standing outside. But we have come here, some of us expecting to worship God, hopefully all of us expecting to get something from him. This was an ordinary worship service, just like ours. But little did the people know, the angel that stands before God was standing right there before their priest. And God was serving Zechariah. Zechariah had to stop from his service. He stopped in order to receive a word 
from the Lord. We may think that everything is normal within these walls. But the truth is, something spectacular is happening even here. For within these walls, the God of heaven and earth is serving and changing his people. Jesus made a promise that whenever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am also. Sometimes people use that as kind of a joke for a low turnout. But that's a promise from God that he is here with us. The angel said to Zechariah, Do not be afraid, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. God came to Zechariah in the form of a promise spoken through the lips of his messenger. The word angel in the Greek, it actually means messenger. So God spoke his promise to Zechariah through this messenger. This is the same thing that happens to us week in and week out. We receive the message of Jesus, the same Jesus whom Zechariah's son would prepare the way for. And through receiving this message, our faith, hope, and love are strengthened and renewed from the love that we receive from Jesus. Now, Zechariah received this message in this way, in great doubt. This is interesting because all of his life, he would have been waiting for the Messiah. Nonetheless, Zechariah said to the angel, well, how shall I know this? I am too old and my wife is advanced in years. He doubted much like we do. We know that Jesus said that God will provide for our daily needs. But we all get stressed out. We get stressed about our grades, our relationships, our finances. We know that God sent his messenger to forgive our sins in his name. But we still suffer from guilt. And we act as though we have not been freed from the sin from which God has loosed us from. We're just like Zechariah. Zechariah doubted. But here's the cool thing. It did not stop God's saving work. God still was going to send a son to Zechariah and Elizabeth, whether he believed it or not. And his son was going to prepare the way for Jesus so that Jesus could bring about the salvation of the world. It's kind of like Luther pointed out in his explanation of the second petition of the Lord's Prayer. He wrote, The kingdom of God comes by itself without our prayer. 
We pray in this petition that it may come to us also. In other words, it's coming. We want to be a part of it. God was coming to save the world, including Zechariah and his wife, even though Zechariah's faith was weak. Zechariah's doubt could not stop God from acting. Your doubt does not stop Jesus from coming to you. He still comes in with and under the bread and the wine. He still comes in the water. He still comes through the word. God comes to us even though we doubt. God did the same for Zechariah. And the angel answered Zechariah, And the angel answered Zechariah, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they were wondering at his delay in the temple. And when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple. He kept making signs to them, but remained mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went home. And after these days, Elizabeth conceived. I love this part. Because of Zechariah's doubt, God forced him to listen and watch the mighty works of God. Zechariah, who was a priest called to speak as a mediator between God and his people, was forced to keep silent and to listen and to watch. For nine months, he watched God working a miracle inside of his wife as their son grew in Elizabeth's womb. For nine months, he had to listen to other priests read God's word in the temple and prayed prayers to God on on his behalf. For nine months, he pondered the word that was spoken to him. And by the end of his nine months, Zechariah, who was always a godly man, could understand what the Apostle Paul would later write. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. With the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Paul wrote that this faith, which leads someone to confess Jesus, it comes from hearing. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Zechariah was forced to hear and watch. In our world, it is hard to stop and listen. It's hard for us to listen as we sit at the Holy Spirit's feet with our Bibles open, listening to God's word. 
It is hard to sit through a sermon that doesn't have lots of glitz and show. It is Zechariah was forced to listen. And the Holy Spirit has called us to a place of listening as well. We haven't been shut up for nine months, but we have been silent for about 20 minutes now. And during this time, God comes to you. He reiterates a promise that you have heard perhaps a thousand times before. Christ loves you. Christ died for your sins. He rose again and has promised you everlasting life in his name. That message I said to you is a message that you will never fully be able to understand this side of heaven. The depth of that message is so deep that it's worth listening to over and over again. After nine months, Zechariah saw the promise that was made to him in God's house fulfilled. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child. They would have called him Zechariah after his father, but his mother answered, No, he shall be called John. And they said to her, But none of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered, and immediately Zechariah's mouth was opened and his tongue was loosed, and he spoke, blessing God. He sang the song that we just sang, the Benedictus. And in this song, Zechariah proclaimed the salvation that would come through Jesus. Zechariah's listening, it led to his speaking. God does the same to us. We hear, we receive, and we bubble over. We hear and receive God's gifts, and this places hope within us. Like Zechariah, we have time. We, we have to share with those around us the mighty works of God that we have seen, that we have heard, that we have received through his word. So remember, your doubts cannot stop God from acting. Just listen. And he will lead you to a faith that will cause you to speak of the hope that's inside of you, just as he did for Zechariah. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.